Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Wednesday, early break. Nick Sainert, Steve Sipple, full show ahead. Sip, good morning. Good morning, you're laboring. Sort of. It was, it was, I mean, the voice just wasn't quite there like it usually is this morning. You're doing but, a lot of radio right now. Yeah, it's all right, though. We're, we're getting there. I mean, we got, we got, we still got four days left, five days left. Yeah. Of this schedule. So Jake texted me last night, said, Nick, how's everything going without me? I said, What did you say? I said, It's going just fine. Yeah, we're fine. I said, We're doing just fine. We're he fine. Goes, he, goes, he's, he said, How's the show going? I said, Sip and I are doing just fine. Yeah. I said, Good. Yeah. He, then he said, Thanks for your help. And I said, I wonder if that counts towards Sip's total. Jake in Hawaii. Yes. Jake is in Hawaii till next Wednesday. So that's why I'm here. Jake driving a convertible Camaro with Elizabeth. Is he really? Yeah, he got, he got a convertible So char- he, lied, he lied to me. Oh, what did he say? So I asked him, I said, oh, did you guys get some fancy convertible to drive? Or I, I said, you know, sports car or whatever. And he said, no, no, no. I'm, I'm one of those guys that just, I just need the cheapest car. Just give me the cheapest car. Get me somewhere from point A to point B, and I'm happy. When did you talk to him? Uh, it was it was like late last week. Oh, no. Yeah. So he had Update. changed his plans. Update. Man. Charcoal black. Shocker. Is that is that a color? He yeah. he call it charcoal. Well, charcoal gray would be a color. Blackish gray. I'm not sure. Blackish gray convertible Camaro. Yeah. Blackish smoky gray. gray. Smoky gray. Okay. Convertible. No, smoky black. Mm. It's more black than gray. Is what the impression I got. Interesting. So you got a picture? Or? No, he just. Do you want me to read the text? Yes, I, I would. I would appreciate. This that. is now we have we have quickly. Fallen into idle chit chat. Idle chit chat, of course, sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. Call today for a free quote for a 2023 lawn fertilizer program at 402 440 6297. Dark gray. Sleek is the way he described okay, it. Okay, sleek. Yes. Sleek Camaro. Went on a. They, Elizabeth mm-hmm. and Jake, went on a. What he describes as a damn good. Four mile hike this morning in Hawaii, yesterday morning. So. Yeah, and then cruised up the shoreline in the rental car, then went to the beach for ninety minutes and saw some whales. Now at the resort. See the good thing here, Sip, is it is two o four a.m. in Hawaii right now. Okay, so we know darn well that Jake is not listening. Right. Um, if anything, he should be in bed. He should be asleep. Yeah. But I also know Jake, and there's a chance he is listening. Hmm. Because he just wants to keep tabs on everything. Really? Jake is that kind of guy. Is that right? Which is not a bad thing. No. But I also wonder, you know, does does Jake ever actually take a vacation? I think he's I think he's full. Unplugging? Yeah, I think he's Good. pretty f- full-blown vacation. Now, he's staying in close touch. I'm getting a lot of texts from him. Yeah. Some photos. I had a photo of he and, and lovely Elizabeth 
um, at the resort um, yesterday. Yeah, they're having a good time. So there you go. Splendid. Splendid. So I, I was going to ask you today, actually, since we are full idle chit-chat. Oh, yeah. Real quickly. You know, do you get the, the map notifications on your phone every time you get in your car and you start your car? No. Okay, so I get these notifications, and I'm not sure how they started. Not sure how to turn them off. Wow. Now, you have to remember that I am a 70-year-old man trapped in a 21-year-old okay. body. We've yeah. talked about this. And I miss the days. I'm pretty passionate about this take. I've said this take before. Okay. I miss the days of MapQuest. Where you printed out directions. <laughs> and so, so <laughs> you are a seven year old. I, I, Why I'm do you passionate miss that? about this? Okay. Because I get annoyed when I turn on my car and my phone is already telling me where to go. Uh-huh. Because I'll, I'll, I get in my car from PBA last night. Uh-huh. Okay. And it said 18 minutes to home. And I thought to myself, why do I need to know the maps to get home? Yeah, why? I, I, we, we just automatically you, you feel. You should know how to. To get home. No, no. Well, yes. But uh, do I have to help you turn that off, that notification off? I'm not. I have no idea. If you know how to turn that off, that'd be Is, is that'd it be Google splendid. Maps? Is that, is that all it's, we're talking about? It's the, it's the Apple Maps that just, just automatically gets there. Okay. Why don't you just, why don't you just kill that app? Well, because I, I do use it when I go out of town. Can't you just use another sort of? Map, I suppose so. But there, there's something about I, being I just I, kill I'm it. comfortable with this this app. It, it's the, it's the default maps that comes with the phone. Oh, but it, it it tell. I mean, it's it's. I miss the days of Atlas underneath the car seat, <laughs> or I miss the days of. So when I was playing baseball, yeah, you know, for, Atlas under the car oh, yeah. seat. You had to be oh, yeah. five years old in our in our Chrysler caravan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Atlas. Dodge caravan. That was the prototypical vehicle with an Atlas. Uh huh. But then. I miss the days of printing out the directions from on MapQuest uh-huh. when we went out of town. Sure. Whether it was yeah. from, like, for baseball, hotel to the baseball field, right. baseball field yep. to the hotel, yep. hotel to dinner, dinner yep. to hotel. Yeah. Every you have it all right there. Have it all. They're all just a giant stack. And as as the, the navigator in the front passenger seat, I was in charge of everything. But now, just through Bluetooth, our phones have taken over. Well, I, I mean, don't. Now I got to push back a little bit on this. I like that. I mean, I don't know how I would operate in some ways if I didn't have Google Maps or MapQuest or whatever I got in my phone. It's amazing. I think it's amazing. Now I think we've become over reliant on it. Um, I've had friends that have been to my house multiple times that still will ask me how to get there, mm-hmm. and I know why. Yeah, because they just they just. They, they just mapped just it. it. Yeah, they mapped it. They didn't yeah. even pay attention. They didn't have to pay attention to what they're actually doing, right? They just well, you see what I'm you see what I'm getting at there? Yeah, oh, I do. I do. Yeah. But I, I feel like also, here we are, and this is just a perfect um indication that nobody really pays attention to what they're doing. This is you have turned something I think very positive into a negative. I think it's good. Now, think if you were an Amazon Prime truck driver. You see those things all over the place, right? I do. Could yes. you do that job without? No, I'm not saying maps are bad, Sip. I'm Could saying you do that I without get annoyed. The electronic map on your phone. How would you do it? Well, I'm sure they have a, they have routes, and it's all it's all computerized. But on it, how, it where they not, need to it, drop it off not, packages. But it would not be nearly as efficient. I'm not talking about my life as an Amazon driver. I'm talking about my life <laughs> as Nick Sainert, just a commoner. <laughs> To where I get into my vehicle, 
I, and automatically I get a notification on my phone, my watch vibrates, and I look at my watch thinking somebody texted me or I have a Twitter notification. Uh-huh. Look at my watch and it says five minutes to home. I guarantee you. Or, or ten minutes to Memorial Stadium during Tuesday press conferences. It just automatically knows That's amazing. exactly where I'm going. I'd kill that app. Go. I'd kill that app and get another one. But I don't. I, I guarantee the text line is saying, just figure out your app. That's what it's saying. Uh, reality is saying, totally with you, Nick. I was the navigator for our family vacations, dot, 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 45 years ago. <laughs> yeah, 45 years ago. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I, I just I just get tired of of every single time I get into the car. Well, you got to th- having is... to be basically like feeling like feeling like an idiot because I need to know how to get home. Well, the, I don't think you have to feel like an idiot in any way, except you should be able to figure out how to just just cease just that function on your app. It, it, it might need to happen during the next commercial break. Okay, because I sat there last night going to PBA. And it's it was going like if I followed the maps uh-huh. and followed my routine, I suppose that maps is as generated. Uh-huh. I would not be going anywhere close to PBA. Oh, so I'm thinking to myself, why do we need this? Do they just feel like people run the same schedule every week nonstop? The fact that it knows your schedule is a little concerning. it's freaky. Yeah, that's I, I little, mean we're talking time frame. Yeah, that's a little weird. So it's just you know. Yeah, that's a little. In fact, that's what I guarantee. You there's texters saying that's. That that part of it's a little unhealthy. Yeah, unhealthy society. In ter- I'm I'm talking about societal health. Why we should why do be, we need that? Why are we being tracked? I, I, okay, I now I sound a little paranoid. See, I'm just saying, man. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I know. I like, know. It, this today. Don't get me started. Today, I could I could screenshot the notifications I get, and it would basically map out exactly where I'm going. All right. Anyway, so, we're gonna talk. Right. We're gonna talk hoops. We're gonna talk. Uh, Transfer portal news. We'll talk to Sean Callahan. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody else we're talking to? No. Okay, let's talk. The text line. Text line. of Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. Uh, show sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Learn about job opportunities today at gainatrucking.com. Okay, so Nebraska men's basketball falls 76-50 to in disappointing fashion. Great Sit. prediction yesterday I made. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm okay with it because I, I think – I'm. I was on board with something similar as well. I, pre- I, I did not expect a 26 point loss from Nebraska. Okay. Yeah, I predicted 71 to 64. Great yeah. prediction. You, you, I'm you done say, with it. You say you don't do predictions. I'm done unsolicited, with it. but you did one yesterday. All right. You were there. Yeah. So I, I was there. Um. Just uh, overall feel feeling about it. Late arriving crowd, which I was a little surprised about. I think that just must be a PBA thing. Must just be a Nebraska basketball thing. Late arriving crowd. Um, I, I heard good crowd though. Yeah, good crowd. Eventually, two minutes into the ball game, it was full. It was jam packed. Jam packed. Students still aren't back, so that plays a factor. I think jam packed. Jam packed, full. Okay, same same difference. Um, wasn't an announced sellout. They said there was fifteen thousand plus there. There was more at the Iowa game, but you know it is what it is. So either way, so it wasn't jam packed. Was not jam packed. It was full. You, okay. It was full, Sid. Okay. So the the lower bowl was it was packed. Okay. The two hundreds, three hundreds were not. So Nebraska loses seventy six to fifty in a game where in the first half, I mean, there was zero offense there for was, Nebraska. I would I would argue for Illinois as well. They started one of eleven from three, Sip. Yeah. And and Nebraska, 
couldn't do anything, whether it was Derek Walker on offense, whether it was um, – Derek Walker got in foul trouble. He did. Left the – He did. Yeah. In a game that there were 24 fouls in the first half. Yeah. I think 38 total. Yeah. And this this one seems to have worried people a little bit about what this means for the rest of the season. <clears throat> Well, so, yeah, I, I think this one worries because okay. not only last night's game was it was it where Nebraska shoots thirty seven percent from the field, twenty of fifty four. They shoot four of fourteen from from beyond the arc, and six of eleven from the free throw line. Now, when you think about that, I'm thinking not good, right? Fifty five percent from the charity stripe. Illinois necessarily didn't shoot the lights out either. A team that is usually a pretty strong shooting team from beyond the arc shot 8 of 29 last night. And as okay. I mentioned, they started 1 of 11. Okay. Um, Nebraska, 17 turnovers. Yeah. I mean, and that's what was the most alarming thing for me last night while I was watching it happen. Nebraska would get it within single digits, and then towards the later stages of the game, they'd get it close to 10, close mm-hmm. to 11. Um, 11-point deficit, I should say. Mm-hmm. And it was careless ball-handling mistakes. Mm-hmm. And that's just that was, dare I say, uncharacteristic so far from this season, mm-hmm. from this team. I mean, you, you had Emmanuel Bandamel just dribbling it into no man's land, trying to split the double team. You had C.J. Wilcher who dribbled it off his knee with five seconds left to go in the first half with a wide open lane. Okay. It, it was it was unfortunately just a careless basketball game that Nebraska, a team that usually thrives off of their effort, and that's how they stay in games, okay. when their leader, Derek Walker, goes out and they have the five out there on the floor of C.J. Wilcher, I suppose Sam Greasel, and Denim Dawson, Jamarcus Lawrence, and Wilhelm Breidenbach. Trouble. It's tough to find somebody to to spark that. This was, I mean, I, I, this is, I mean, obviously the night's disappointing, Mm -hmm. but the thing that people are going to get, they're going to, we have to watch it as, as a talk show analyst. (laughs) We have to watch it because we're a little, we're a little uh, up and down with this team. Yeah. I was thinking about it driving here is I can't come on I, I mean it's hard for me to come on the radio and rip this team because we've said so many good things about its toughness yeah it's it's chemistry I mean they 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 they're just coming off an excellent road win which which we had resounding praise for at Minnesota mm-hmm. and then to come back now and it's going to be confusing to listeners Nick if we come back and sound the alarms about the season where just a couple days ago or yesterday we were we were talking about what? What were we talking about, Nick? We were talking about postseason chances. Now, it would be a little bit, I'll, I will just say, irresponsible if we come on here and say, oh, they're in trouble. Ooh, this is this team's in trouble. Well, what? Because of one loss? Well, I think, I think you look at this game and you look at how it unfolded possibly. Well, you... and, and and so we, we always talk about oh they've gotten blown out before you know these are mm-hmm. these, this is the problem they've gotten blown out. Well, you look at the you look at the Kansas State game. Kansas State just beat Oklahoma State at home last night to improve to fifteen and one. Okay, so what are you saying? You look at Michigan State. They just won on the road at Wisconsin yesterday, a top twenty program. Th- those are 
those are, are yeah. games that you look back and their losses, <laughs> losses, yeah, their losses to real to pretty competent basketball programs. Really, and yeah. that's nothing against Illinois last night. Illinois is competent, but but Sip, let me tell you, when the when the fans are taken out of the game uh-huh. within the first five minutes, not because of how well Illinois is playing, but because of how bad you're playing yeah. at home. Oh, I get it. That's an issue. No, it's an issue. Well, of course it's an issue. This whole this whole this game is definitely troubling. I just I'm just wrestling with this notion of how we can be so uh, up and down in these discussions. Oh, I understand. And you don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that guy. Is this, do you like this team or not? I mean, we really liked it after Minnesota, and we thought, okay, this team can do something. Mm-hmm. So this, I would just care. Well, if you just want to get to what I, my thought on it, I'm, it's confusing. This, this game was confusing, except it's not confusing that we know Derek Walker got in foul trouble, and that hurt. And we know that Rashawn Gary injured his shoulder late in the first half and yeah. missed the entire second half. Now, what's not confusing is those two elements. We know that if, if Derek Walker gets in foul trouble and is only able to score five points, which he, that was that's what he ended up with, that's trouble. We know, we talked about, I've talked about, well, I, I guess I talked about with Strick. What's that young fellow's name, Austin? Yeah. Um. I talked about it with them yesterday. I said, you can't lose to injury Gary, Greasel, Bandamel, or Walker. Okay, so they lost Gary to a shoulder injury, didn't play the second half. They lost him. That's trouble. Now, I don't know what that long-term prognosis is. Walker's out. Okay, that's bad. Now, if people are sounding the alarms a little bit, which I did get some texts like that last night, I understand – because the schedule going forward, of course, it's tough. This is the Big Ten, but they're in a rugged stretch. Yeah. This is Fred. Fred, this is the type of stretch now that will keep a coach up at night. Okay, they go next to Purdue. Okay, Nebraska. Now, this yeah. is why. This is why. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be very careful here not to be an alarmist. But now they're Nebraska's. Two and four in the league. Nine and eight overall. Headed to Purdue. Third ranked Purdue. Then Ohio State comes in here January 18th. Okay, Ohio State's playing well. Then you go to Penn State, which is playing well, tough. Then you have Northwestern playing well. What's Northwestern in the league? Four and three and one. Northwestern surprising, surprising, yeah. surprisingly strong start in the league. Three and one. Then you go to Maryland. Then you go to Illinois. It just doesn't let up. No, it doesn't let up. Now, is, are you going to get Gary back? That, that's the thing. And Fred Hoiberg said last night that they don't know right. the, the status of Juwan Gary right. and and but that he was in quote a lot of pain. Yes, he was. I saw and, it, and you you could tell. Like, oh he, yeah, he was, he was screaming at uh-huh. PBA on on the floor. He, he was he was he was hurting. He was going for a rebound, and the Illinois player. I think the Illinois player kind of that he was that he was going for a rebound with with an Illinois player and his arm got bent back and he's already gotcha. got that shoulder sleeve yeah, on the there brace thingy yeah yeah so he must he must have a previous injury 
Well, he heard it. He heard it in the in in the early in the season against UNO. Okay, that kept him out for a, a couple games. Kept him out of time. Just tough. Here's the um, thing. Here's how I summarize this before we get to the text line. That game was thoroughly disappointing and confusing to me. Yeah, confusing. What? What? How? They looked flat. Mm-hmm. Illinois had more bounce. Yeah, I Illinois agree. had more bounce. Yep, Hawkins. That uh, Terrence Shannon. I was say, Terrence Shannon's an NBA-type player. Okay, that's an interesting – God, it's a fascinating you said that. He, because he I was is, laying in bed last night contemplating that. I'm not positive about that. The, the way that he was able to – when Nebraska, in the moments that – and maybe this is one, one, pers- or one thing that Nebraska lacks. Maybe that's what I realized also. What's that? When things are going poorly. Mm-hmm. Who takes over and writes the ship? Well, they don't have that player, and, and so that's what's they don't have a great player. And, and, and now, and, and here's the deal: like with Illinois, when Nebraska cut it to five, thirty-four to twenty-nine, right out of the second half, who who had the basketball? Terrence Shannon. Did he score? No. Maybe he didn't score or try to put up a shot every time, but there was a calming presence out there for Illinois. Yeah. And 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 how was or Illinois able to end the game on a 17 and 1 ah. run? Terrence Shannon. Terrence Shannon ends with 25 points. Terrence Shannon is like a 6-6 athletic guard. Has very the body type, which is a big thing in the NBA. He does. He's very left-hand dominated, but he can go right, but he'll 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 drive with a right-hand dribble then shoot with his left. Mm-hmm. He likes to go left. He was 10 for 17 from the field, hit a couple threes, 11 rebounds. Yeah, he had a big game, four assists. T- yeah, Terrence Shannon was a difference maker. But they're – okay, first of all, they're a little better than I thought they were. Illinois came in here one and three in the Big Ten. But they're a little better than I, I thought. Shannon, I don't know. I don't. We don't have to get into as in, a yeah. Shannon NBA player or not. I'm not convinced he is. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that I, later. I, I think. I think personally, for me, off the and now this is gonna this is basic, I suppose. But off the eye test, off of just watching, there, there's guys that glide and move differently. He does, right? And, and yeah. Terrence Shannon's one of those guys. I'll give you that. Now you asked a question: Who does Nebraska go to? Does Nebraska have someone to go to? Well, yeah, they kind of do. In Walker, right? Now, I, when when you have they did the, Minnesota seventy pound danger. That's when you. That's when you struggle. When you when you're going up against 270 pound danger. Now, what Derek Walker should have tried. Derek Walker was going to be able to beat him off the first step. Walker has beaten seven footers this year. I understand that, but 270 pounds. Yeah, that I mean, guy's big. He's Der- big. Derek Walker finished with five points. Was right. two of seven. No, you're right. The big man for Illinois was was. Uh, they were very intent, and and the big man for Illinois was intent, obviously, mm-hmm. on holding down Walker. They did a good job. They did a good job. I, Illinois I, did a good job. I just I think overall before we before we get to break here, we gotta go to break here pretty soon to get to to Sean Callahan of Husker oh, yeah. Online. I think I sat there and I called into the uh, the basketball post game show last night and I said something along the lines of when you talk about expectations for Nebraska, it's yeah. always great to obviously think about NIT NCAA tournament. Yeah. For, for me, it's did you get a day one buy in the Big Ten basketball yeah. tournament? Okay. Did you have to play on Wednesday or have to play on the first day? And this feels like a game against Illinois where Nebraska is 
is going to be they have the opportunity to hover around 500 overall mm-hmm. and be kind of in the the middle to lower pack of the conference. Okay. They have an opportunity. They could be a fringe you know skip, or excuse me fringe uh date like playing on day 2 instead of day 1 or being back and forth. This could be a game where we look back and say Nebraska ahead of the gauntlet that they're about to enter would have liked to have this one against Illinois. Yeah. A, a, a giant, I don't disagree. At giant all. missed opportunity. Yeah, well, yeah, and again, thoroughly disappointing, and I would still say confusing. I'm, mm-hmm. I was confused much of the game watching it. I watched them against Minnesota. They go on the road and get that nice win. Yeah, seemed flat in front of a packed house. I don't. It doesn't add up. Well, and that's it doesn't add I, up except except Illinois came to play. Well, and, and so here I'll tell you this, Sip. They're number 24 for Illinois, Michael Mayer. Yeah. Excuse me, Matthew Mayer, not Michael Mayer. Michael Mayer is the, the Notre Dame tight end. Um, Matthew Mayer. John Mayer is the is the vocalist. The, the singer. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, there was a lot of Illinois media in town last night. Uh-huh. And there was one of them sitting a couple cheers down from all of us. Okay. And Matthew Mayer, when Nebraska cut it to five, okay. Matthew Mayer hits two corner threes back yes, to back. Yes, only two threes of the entire game. Oh, yeah. The Illinois media member, the guy that writes up for the newspaper up there uh-huh. in Champaign, go, looks at us and goes, that's the only reason he's in the game. Uh-huh. And we, we said, what do you mean? Shooting 70% from the corner. Is that from right? three. This Is season. that right? Yeah. And he said, that's the only reason he's in the game. <laughs> and if you watched it when, when, when Illinois was on offense, that man went corner to corner. Corner, corner. That's corner. all it is. That's all it was. Fascinating. He, he shot a three from the wing, bricked it. Yeah. Complete brick. Yeah, he did. That's shot, right. Shot a, shot corner threes back to back, drilled him. Hmm. And so he said that's the only reason he's in the game is because he shoots seventy percent from the corner this season. Illinois comes in and wins seventy six to fifty. Nobody, come on, this is not what anybody expected. No, and I I, I think it is it caused to. Sound the trumpets and say, let's fire Fred Hoiberg. I, no, I don't think so. I'm not there yet. You sound the trumpets? Well, you ring the bells, you fire the horns, <laughs> sound the alarm. I sound the alarm. Whatever it may be. Trumpets usually are a happy now, thing. I will, I will say this. I mean, if if Nebraska ends up having to make a change, I don't think the, the, the hope is, is you know, not, non-existent because you can look around and Dennis Gates in his first year at Missouri mm-hmm. has a Power 5 team playing well. Jerome Tang at Kansas State. As the the Wildcats fifteen and one, there's yeah. multiple. I mean, show a TJ Otzelberger turned around Iowa State. Now they're a top fifteen program. Nobody wants to fire so, Fred. No, I, I mean, I'm, hold on. We, I you, well, agree. there was somebody on our on our group text. <laughs> well, yeah, it does. But okay, I don't want to say I don't want to say it like that. But Fred is likable. The fan base likes him. They want the best way to put it, Nick. Is this fan base, by and large, wants Fred to succeed? Mm-hmm. And again, that's why last night was so disappointing and somewhat, again, somewhat confusing. I agree. What what they do in their last home game against the Big Ten team? Shut them down. Shut down Iowa. Sixty six to fifty. Held, okay. Held, held a team in that game that was that was scoring eighty three points per game, who now just got back fully healthy against you. You held them to fifty points. Is that Illinois? Is Illinois that much better than Iowa? Well, I, like no. I said last night, no, I don't think they're that much better than Iowa. I think last night was more of Nebraska not showing up. Yeah, and and, and 
like I said, the yeah, crowd was it, taken out of it from the start. It didn't seem like because not because of how Illinois was playing, because Illinois started one of eleven from the three point line, one of eleven, right? And, and I, like we were all sitting up there, like yeah. Nebraska obviously is going to need some things to go their way, but at the end of the day, Illinois just has to miss some shots. Same same thought as as it was against Iowa, and Iowa missed some shots. Uh huh. But Illinois, we sat there, and it, Illinois is like, ah, oh, they're shooting one of eleven. Nebraska should be. In this game, and they're down eight. Yeah, Nebraska. And I, I looked over. And I said, "What if Illinois is shooting still poorly, shooting four of eleven, mm-hmm. shooting five of eleven? This is a, seven, a thirty-four to seventeen ball game." Yeah. Yeah, Nebraska. The offense wasn't there last night. Thirty-seven percent from the field. Thirty-seven percent from the field. Four for fourteen from three. They only hit six of eleven free throws. Um. Yeah, just a that's a rough night. We have we, we got to talk about. We'll talk about it some more. Sean Callahan was there. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that. With Sean Nebraska had another loss. They had a transfer portal loss. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very. We will be upbeat, but we have to discuss yeah. some losses. Yeah, we'll talk about that with Sean Callahan, Husker Online, coming up next. The mailbag. I will say this. I'll make this because we've gotten a couple texts, a couple questions. Mailbag is still on. It is still alive. Mailbag is alive and well. So you can tweet at us, uh, Nick underscore standard at Steve Sipple on Twitter. Um, you can also text it into the show as well. We'll, we'll try to sift through them and get there. We already got a couple questions, but we'll, uh, we'll talk to Sean Callahan of Husker Online coming up next. On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts.